to the Strictly Free Game Podcast. I'm Sean, your realtor, also known as Sean Waller. My name is my name. Whatever you call me, just make sure you call me. Listen, I'm here with my guy today. This is, we actually in Queens. This is the second time I've been Queens. in Queens, bro. Yeah. This is the second time. I've been back home. I'm back home. I'm back <laughs> home. Back I'm home. <laughs> it's a homecoming. I'm here with my guy, Carlos from Insta Homes. It's Insta Homes, right? Insta Homes Realty, yeah. There we go. Insta, Insta Homes Realty. Homes, yeah. Bro, give him a little background on you. First of all, hold on. Before we even do it, like, make sure you like, subscribe, <laughs> hit the notification button. My man got the kit. The kids gear room. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm digging it. Cur- courtesy of my lady, you know, let me give her credit because, oh, you know, God forbid she sees this and sees that she compliment me. <laughs> right? like, no, nah, but she hooked it up because she knows, you know, I love Queens, mm-hmm. right? Love Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sir. You love the Yankees. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, man. So I'm Carlos Gaviria, you know, owner of Insta Homes Realty, um, a brokerage that I started back in 2019, going into 2020. Okay. Um, and yeah, man, it's been in business since then um, with Insta Homes, but I've been in the industry since 2003. Okay. Where I started initially as a as a loan officer in the mortgage industry, and you know I was in that from 2003 to about 2010. Right, try to weather that uh, that whole market crash, the, the yeah. Great Recession, mm-hmm. um, from like 2008 to 2010, and you know the last company I was working for, you know that was my final straw to say, you know what, let me let me you know exit out of mortgages and transition into real estate, which um, which has been a very you know interesting journey and yeah. been very unorthodox mm-hmm. in many ways, you know where. You know, my, my intro and, and my progress and my journey in this real estate industry is nothing like how traditional realtors, you know, have, have you know, where... How do you get into it? Yeah, like how you get into where you're like, you're door knocking and you're a seller's agent, you're a buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. You know, it just so happened that, you know, with the experience that I had in the industry, I met someone who had an organization that, like, I fit perfectly oh. into that equation to help grow the company. So, you know, I came into real estate... Um, I, I jumped, I bypassed the whole agent's role and just went into it as a manager, right? Okay. You know, managing a sales team. So you right? weren't doing sales at all? You, you no. Just straight, straight no, 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 no. So, yeah, so going in, I started in 2011. So I got my real estate license in 2011. And that's a time where we're coming out of the, the Great Recession, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where the whole foreclosure, the, you know, the mortgage crisis occurred, where... Between 2010 and 2011, we just saw um, the emergence of overnight investors, right? People mm-hmm. just, you know, people who had money buying up all these homes, right? All these distressed homes for pennies on a dollar, buying, fixing, and flipping those homes um, that we just built a business working in and tapping into that network oh. of selling those homes um, where... You know, we didn't have to work as a realtor. To, you know, I didn't have to work as a realtor. But I had to go out there and find sellers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We already had the sellers. We had the investors. All I needed to do was find the buyers for these homes. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, so when I when I came into the organization, I didn't come in as an agent. I came in with my experience as a, as a mortgage, um, you know, as a loan officer. I came in as a manager where. There were agents in the team, in the, in the organization, and I just managed them, okay. right? And I worked with them. I worked with them on, on, the sales, on, the, on the sales skills, right, on how to call and pitch clients. Um, and we had a system where, you know, you brought in everyone, you brought, you brought in every prospective buyer into our office mm-hmm. to meet with myself or, you know, my partner or the other person at the time, um, where we'll sit down with you and we'll qualify you and pre-approve yourselves. 
Okay. So you're right? selling like a one-stop shop. Yeah, we like a one-stop shop. So yeah. let's say you saw our advertisement and you're like, well, I saw your home. And we were advertising, you know, um, you know, buy a house where you could start with only $1,500 yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you can buy a home newly renovated. So, and it's an affordable housing program. So people would see these advertisements and get interested and like, what's this about? You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and call in. And when they would call in, they say, listen, you know, I, we trained everyone to, you know, to screen every call. Well, not to screen any calls, as a matter of fact. Anyone mm-hmm. who called in that wanted to learn. We're all just coming in. Just book the appointment. Say, yes, you know, you could come in to see if you qualify for the program. Just come in with your tax returns, pay stubs, W-2s, and all this stuff. Okay. And when they came in, they'll either meet with myself or one of the other managers and we'll look at all the income docs, mm-hmm. right? Because um, the lady who owned the company, she had a mortgage background as well. Okay. So, you know, we would just look at the... We'll sit so, you just literally pre-qualing them right on the spot. We would pre-qualing people. Like, I'll look at people's income docs, look at their credit, and we'll run the credit, right? Yeah. Look at the... Read their tax returns, read their pay stubs, right? Say, okay, well, you qualify for this based on the amount of money that you have for down payment and based on what you make and what you qualify for. You can go look at one, two, three homes. Wow. And after you view one, two, three homes, you can come back and you tell us which one you want to move forward on. Wow. Okay. Right. And yeah, yeah. again, we're coming out of the recession, right? So we're selling homes, which, you know, I would say at the time didn't, re- you know, it wasn't that difficult to sell a home. Again, under that infrastructure, if you're a traditional realtor, I was about to of, say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were having a horrible time to sell mm-hmm. homes, right? But we didn't. Like in a time when it was very difficult, we found a way to still sell homes and doing it in big units. Well, you right? had a niche, right? So you, you had a, a prop people had a problem. They mm-hmm. needed help. they needed homes. Yeah. You was giving it to them at a lower coming with fifteen whatever yeah, yeah. money you were talking about. They were coming right to you. You was pre them on the spot and you yeah. were pumping it out. So you problem solution right right then and there. Right right on the right spot. On the spot. I have a question for you though. Yeah. So you say you started because we had we had a long conversation before we even yeah, started yeah. <laughs> So you started mortgages. Yeah. You went into the management role with the with the brokerage. How did you transition from that management spot mm-hmm. into opening your own brokerage? Because you said you started what twenty nineteen. Well, all right. So Instahomes. So I started Instahomes in twenty nineteen at the tail end of twenty nineteen, but I left and split that partnership or that uh, relationship mm-hmm. um, in two thousand seventeen. Okay. Right, and when I left, I left with the team and you know and a few other people, um, and we started we opened up an office right. Um, which we rocked out from 2017 to about 2019 together. Um, and, you know, it, it, was, it was a very ambitious idea that we had, you yeah. know what I'm saying, where, you know, we were trying to have, like, not only just that one-stop shop, but also extend ourselves into, like, um, into the, you know, acquisitions, mm-hmm. you know, into buying homes, fixing it, and selling the homes that, that you know, okay. that we're buying. So, um, you know, before it could even get started, you know, a few partnerships ended. You know what I'm saying? So, gotcha. yeah. you know, two, you know, and it was a, it was a partnership that started with four people that quickly went to just two people, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, me and the other partner, we rocked out, right? And we were trying to, you know, keep it keep it going. But, you know, just conflict of, you know, uh, just, yeah. of just operations, just like course, handling yeah. stuff. And, you know, we just had, we just didn't see eye to eye on like how mm-hmm. we should operate and stuff and, or the future of how we should, you know, market and brand and stuff. So, um, we just had two different visions and we just began colliding and bumping heads that we split um, in 2019. And you started Instahomes. And then, yeah, so I formed, no, I formed Instahomes in 2019. So legally, technically, I, I created the name and formed it in 2019, but uh-huh. I didn't get it licensed and ready for operation until March 2020. 
2020. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, March 2020. March 2020. The March 2020. The March 2020. <laughs> right, bro? Right. So you can imagine, like, how much I was going through, right? I yeah, was dealing course. with, right? You know, um, you know, obviously, you know, ending a partnership is never easy, mm-hmm. right? So I was dealing with that in 2019, right? And then, you know, I had to start from scratch, right? Because even though um, the prior company, technically, I owned it legally, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, well... I own the corporation. And I own a lot of it. Um, I didn't own the legal ownership of the name because I didn't create it. My okay. partner did. So um, he carried on with the name and he continued on with that. So I had to start from scratch. I had to start a new brand, a new name, everything all over, right? And I was going to ask you about that. So Insta Homes is not a franchise. This is all No, you. no. This is all me. Okay. This is all my, you know, creative, I guess, right? So... Uh, yeah, and, and in 2019, what was splitting, you know, I came up with the name Insta Homes, um, and I designed the logo myself. You know, what okay. I'm saying like, you know, it ended up being cool because it's like I put it on on a slant, right? Yeah. And I put the you know the checker flag, right? And I put the checker flag in honor of my man Nip. And Nip, I was you know what I'm saying? I, 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 had, I had threw that for Nip, and I put the Nipsey Blue on Insta Homes, right? And also like the psychology of understanding like. Um, the psychology of colors and branding of like yeah. what the colors yellow and blue represent and mm-hmm. you know what it does to you know any viewer or prospect when they see those colors together and you know it, it just ended up working out you know it ended up being a you know serendipity because you know I put on a slam and the check of like insta homes like people are like oh so like you get people homes into, into homes quickly yeah, right yeah. like yeah I guess you know what I'm saying because it, it just manifested to like I really put the check of flag for my man Nip but that's you why know. I kind of thought, because if you look at it from the outside looking in, that's mm-hmm. why I thought it was a franchise. Okay. Because, like you said, the colors mean a lot. Right. The, it's the, the symbolicness around it, the name. Right. Like, oh, this, this has to be a, a franchise that right. you bought into. I didn't know it was your own. Yeah, yeah. No, I, this is my own creative, man. Yeah. So what made you say, all right, I'm, I'm going to open up my own broker? Because, you know, this is the, the era of teams, mm-hmm. right? So everyone's doing teams right now. Mm-hmm. So what made you say, you know what, let me... Let, let me invest this money because it's right. a lot of capital. Yeah, that goes yeah, yeah, into for sure. Brokers, right? For sure. Like you said, branding. Yeah, you, yeah, you start yeah, everything. Yeah. Office, you, office, everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. What, why didn't you say, all right, I'm gonna do like the Carlos team at X Y Z? Yeah. And decided to just open the broker. You know, I, I I strongly believe in myself as a brand and as a business mm-hmm. that I almost don't want to give that spotlight to another brand in the company. I respect you that. Know what I'm saying that it's yeah. like. You know, I'd rather, if I'm going to shine a light, let it shine on something that I own that's, you know, for the culture. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? Like, you know, uh, again, I've been approached by many, you know, you know, EXPs, you know, these, that. And I'm like, I hear it and I like it, but, you know, I, I want to build something that's, you know, uh, more relatable, more community. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a different purpose because I, I know I'm a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the years, of you know, I've been in this industry since 2003, right? Mm-hmm. So... You know, my relationships run deep, you know, and, and you know, I get a lot of opportunities, not just from traditional sellers, but from investors. And, and for me, I just know how to play the, the, the real estate market, the real estate game from so many angles that... Yeah, well, you've seen it in two different cycles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's easy because it's not an easy market, no. but you, you can adapt. I can adapt, right? Yeah. I can flip the switch. So when we go from, you know, being, uh, you know, where wholesale deals or acquisitions are, are low, mm-hmm. but retail is high, you know, people buying, you know, regular homes, I'm still in that market, right? Yeah. So I'm still, you know, you know, riding that wave, right? Mm-hmm. And when that market drops, right, and people are no longer, you know, th- that market slows up, and all of a sudden we're, we're in the times of, let's say, recession, mm-hmm. when dealing with distress, 
you know, that's more opportunity for me because, you know, I've sold so many homes, I have so many relationships, you know, when people are in distress, they often call me to help them out, right? Yeah. And depending on the circumstance, you know, maybe I could buy the property and, and fix it and flip it myself, right? Or, you know, if not, we'll just do a short sale, put it on the market and just try to help them out of the situation, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, again, you know, it, it's also, you know, I don't just limit myself to just one way of operating in real estate, right? Mm -hmm. And also, I don't just limit myself to one territory, right? I, can, I just said that. Okay. You know, I, I have a wide range. You know, we'll go out from, we'll go out to Long Island, the center reach, mm -hmm. all the way out to New City, you mm -hmm. know, you know, on that side of the bridge in Rockland County, right? Yeah. So, you know, we operate in the Bronx. We do a lot of business in the Bronx. We do business in Brooklyn. We do business in Queens. So, How many people do you have right now in the brokerage? How many agents do you have? Right now, we have about 14, 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty good size. Agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 14, 15, but, you know, how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, not everyone's full-time committed with yeah. it. But, you know, I would say I have a, a core of five, six agents. Okay. You know, that, like, we just go in every single day. Nice. You, you said most of them have been with you for a while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have agents that have been with me since 2011. You know, that's been... So me. talk about that because you don't see a lot of agents stick around in one brokerage for that. Yeah, month, right. right? Like this, this is, <laughs> and this. especially going through transitions of partnerships too. Like I'm so grateful for my team. I'm saying because yeah. you know they 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 stuck with me through times where it's like, all right, now we're going this direction. Now we're operating on. I'm saying mm -hmm. it's just like, um, but you know, I I would give the credit to that. You know, the amount of support that I give the agents. I'm okay. saying they, they know that. They can reach me 24-7, right? And they know that um, I got their back no matter what. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have a deal. Deals often run into problems, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes they don't know how to resolve it. Sometimes, you know, the agent on the other side doesn't know how to resolve it. Sometimes the loan officer in the deal doesn't know how to resolve <laughs> yeah. it, right? You know, and I'm very good at being a solution-based person, right? Okay. So it's like, you know, I'm able to get into a deal and get on the phone with the loan officer and ask certain questions to understand why a deal is not working out or why things aren't, you know, or maybe why a buyer and a seller can't, you know, come to terms on something, mm -hmm. right? So they know that I'll get involved and I'll help them out with that. And also, too, it's like they know that if they have a buyer or they have a prospect, um, you know, and, and, and they need to find a home for them, right, that I have, I'm very resourceful in a way where I have access to a lot of off-market homes, okay. right, to a lot of pocket listings. Which, you know, obviously we don't advertise those with homes, but we have access to those homes where if they have a buyer, I said, listen, we have this home, we have this listing available, and, you know, those are renovated homes, so yeah. they can sell a home, be in and out of it in 30 days. And also, man, as soon as we put a deal on the contract, you know, I, I, I handle the back-end stuff for okay. them, right? I'm like, you know what? The property's in contract, focus on the next sale. I'll take care of it. Let me handle the sellers. Let me handle the attorneys. Let me handle the bankers. You're doing that for the agents? I do that for them. Wow. And I, I get that. Focus on your next sale. Okay. That's what I want you to do is focus on your next sale. Let me handle the back end stuff. I'm good with that. All right. I'm great with that. I like that. Really? You know I love that. For four, for, you said 17 agents. How many yeah, about 14, 15 agents. Yeah. And you're doing that for every agent? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever they have a deal and they need help on it. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm following up with the loan officers. I'm following up with people. Yeah. You know, and, I'm and only I, saying I'm shocked because you don't see that. Especially when, it's, no. when it comes to a brokerage where... Especially when it comes to a brokerage where you see, because you're out, you're doing business as well. Right? Yeah, I'm doing my own deal. So too, you're, yeah. <laughs> quote unquote, a competing broker. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. Because let, I'll give you my background. So when I first started, I always say this, I started out the wrong way, right? I went okay. literally on those Craigslist to look for a brokerage. Okay. Craigslist. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I'm dating myself like a mother. But okay. I'm on Craigslist. Okay. But 
it was a competing broker in a way where they only that's the only thing they knew. Like they didn't know how to train their mm. agents. They didn't know the back end stuff to do. Right. So all they knew was cold call, door knock, and they couldn't teach you how to do anything. So when deals would come in, they were so they were like wolves. Right. They wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they, they, they keep up for themselves. They, they know how to share. So you know, I, I, I'm totally opposite of that, man. Like I get investors now; they give me the exclusivities, mm-hmm. exclusive listings on their homes, and. Right now, there's too much for me to handle. I give those to my agents, and we worked on a straight 50-50 split. I'm oh. saying, well, you know, if you get a buyer on this, 50-50. Mm-hmm. But if it's a co-broker, I'll, you know, we'll adjust. But either way, like, I make sure that they eat no matter what. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm not like that. And on top of that, I spend money marketing leads for them. I was going to ask you about you know what I'm saying? Because so, I heard you like, the, you like the lead generating guru. I, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty experienced in that. that. I've heard some things about that. So what are you, what are you doing to generate leads? What's, what's the, um, what's the you know, digital, man. You know, to, today, again, I, I'm very uh, stubborn in the regard where, you know, when it comes to buying leads or generating leads, I would not buy a lead that's not through my brand. Like, I'm not, I'm not spending money on okay. lead sources. Okay. Right. I rather, and I spent thousands of dollars, learned the hard way on what works and what doesn't work, mm. right? Okay. Um, going this route. Um, but again, once I figured it out, it's actually now I got it figured out, yeah. right? Now it's working, right? But um, I, I just never believed in buying Zillow leads, right? I never believe, believed in like taking Op City leads. I, I, I didn't want to take any leads that didn't come in through someone seeing an advertisement mm-hmm. or my logo somewhere. Cause it's all about the brand, isn't it? It's all about the yeah. brand, right? So it's like, you know, I don't want to, you know, call a lead and they're like, they don't remember me because they're like, oh, well, Zillow, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, th- and this affiliation. So, you know, I went through a great trial and error of, you know, understanding what works, what doesn't work, on what platforms work, what platforms doesn't work. Um, what platforms are you using? Predominantly, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, and Google. Okay. Yeah, Google, you know, the pay, uh, pay-per-clicks. Pay-per-clicks, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and... You know, I, I, I got to say, you know, in my comparing this company and this brand in comparison to the last one I was, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I had, I, I would say branding makes a big difference. Like my name, and I feel like my, the, the company name is like a call to action mm-hmm. and I'm getting better engagement and yeah. you know, I'm getting better lead quality, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, based on that. So it's like, it, it, it you know, to build this, it's not just, you know, putting an ad and expecting someone to click the ad and then just, you know, submitting the information and just, you know, and all of a sudden it becomes a sale. It doesn't work that way because there's a back-end process, right? Once the lead's converted, once the lead's generated, mm-hmm. how do you convert into a sale, yeah. right? So, you know, that's where, you know, my team and I were pretty aggressive on that, right? It's, it's crazy because B and I were talking on our way here, right? Mm-hmm. B's, B's, B's the camera guy. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's, that's the man <laughs> that makes everything happy. makes you look good on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so... We were talking, and I was saying to him, I said, the industry has got to a point where we're independent contractors Mm -hmm. coming in, Mm -hmm. but now agents are starting to turn into employees, meaning they're dependent on that brokerage to give them those leads. They want want the brokerage to pay for those little leads, those op city leads. They're not hunting anymore. They're just sitting back, and if they're waiting for it to come, if they don't get it, it's the broker's fault. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting that you said that, especially when it comes to those pay-per-clicks, because a lot of the bigger companies that's what they focus on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, it's scientific. You know what I'm saying? It's algorithm. You know, mm-hmm. the, these, you know, these companies got it down to the science, man. They, you know, there's no such thing as privacy anymore. Nah. Right. So it's like, if you, you search in homes for sale. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's another thing too, man, you know, that, um, 
you know, you got to have technologies, man. You know, to be, to have a, a successful operation, man, you just can't, you know, just generate the leads. You know, you got to call the leads yourself, right? But even that, you know what I'm saying, has a, you know, it's short-ended, right? You, yeah. you know, it goes beyond that. So, you know, having technologies that's going to engage them and automate the leads, you know what I'm saying, have having technologies that automate your business mm -hmm. to engage them, yeah. you know, that... That, you know, I'm thankful that, you know, I, I found the right technologies that work that bring certain leads and certain prospects to life. That I'm like, oh, shit. Mm. Like, excuse my language. I don't know if I'm allowed to. Nah, oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot all about this lead because, again, the artificial intelligence, like, technology is crazy right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you see a technology that I use and, like, how it brings some of my old prospects back to life really? off of, like, text message engagements, email, you know. And just constantly engages these people that that we convert extra deals because of it. So is it is it more of like your CRM itself, or is it just like the no 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 no? I, I have an outside plugin that I put Got into it. my CRM to tap into my database of, of clients. But it's a plugin that like all right, we're gonna like we're not just gonna depend on you to call the leads because at the end of the day, man, it's like it, you know if you're busy doing showings and you know it's hard to like really hit the phones. And I love hitting the phones. Mm -hmm. You know, I come from that generation. Like, <laughs> I, I love hitting the phones. You know, I, you know, so, you know, and, and I'm trying to adapt to these times now. You know what I'm saying? Where mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you got to use social media. You got to use, you know, content creation. That's like, but damn, man, like, you just can't give me a list of people <laughs> I can call. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather do that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, it, it, it's a lot that, that it takes to be a, a, a not just a success, successful broker, but even an agent, man. It's not yeah, not that easy. It's like not easy. Thing. I think that's why the turnaround is so crazy. It's so yeah. crazy. People get in. It's a cheap entry way to get in. Yeah, and I mean, TikTok videos ain't cutting it no more. It can only right. take it, but so far, you know what I'm saying? Like, it does generate business, though. Mm -hmm. it, you know, creating content, it creates, you know, it generates business. But, you know, I, I feel... This is a time where you got to go back to the old school a little bit, yeah. right? Um, I love going back. You know, whenever I hit a wall in any business or any time I hit a wall in my business, I'm like, what am I doing? I don't say to myself, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. I say to myself, what I could be doing better. What you be doing better, yeah. Right? And I always go back to my fundamentals because they mm -hmm. always work, right? So it's like, I make sure I allocate time to call my leads, mm -hmm. right? To prospect leads, you know, old leads, new leads. Calling people, right? Because I gotta have that engagement. I just can't depend on my social media post to engage with people. They gotta have direct engagement too, right? Yeah. Um, you know, doing flyers, mailer campaigns, right? You know, sometimes door knocking, right? Mm -hmm. You know, doing all these things that you know we don't want to do, mm -hmm. but have to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and that's what that's what's needed now. Of course. Of you know course. now people now now you gotta be that agent again. Like it ain't. It ain't fun no more like it was before, like a year ago. Like you could just post an ad and someone just says, oh, I want to buy a house. And of course you could buy a house. It rates are two and a half percent. Everybody could buy a house at that point. If you had a you post, know, it was you different. Yeah. What, what challenges have you, have you gone through in your career, right? Mm. Minority owner. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you have those challenges mm -hmm. when it comes to talking yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, I, I had a seller, you know, I, I had a... I had a problem with a seller recently where uh, I put a deal together and wanted, you know, and it was an off-market deal mm -hmm. and I was competing with another agent, right? But, you know, I, I ended up losing the deal, but I found out that he paid the agent more money, offered him more money because it was a cultural thing. You know what I'm saying it was like, I was like, really? Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and the banker told me, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it was a cultural thing. It wasn't about you. It was just, you know, he wanted her to get the deal. And he actually paid her more money on the deal. I'm like, wow, he tells me that this is the max he pays on his deals. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, I, I get that. You know, I get it from time to time, but not, not that often. I mean, you know, I stay more comfortable in my communities. Mm-hmm. That I don't deal with that. Rarely, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, I rarely deal with that. You know, I mean, I've had sometimes, you know, customers, you know, because they think I'm a certain, you know, color complexion and stuff that they feel comfortable talking about other communities a certain way Mm -hmm. where, you know, I won't dismiss them or, you know, just, you know, end that, you know, business relationship. But yeah, I don't don't deal with that that often. Um, But I do feel, um, yeah, I really don't feel that, 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 you know. All right, I've always been curious about that because you you always see you don't see a lot of us with brokerages per se. Uh-huh. More it's more like the team thing. But I've always been curious, like how do you market? But you said you stay in the community, which is right. Well, we're in the community, right? You know what I'm saying? So talk about that a little bit. So why did you say you know what I'm going to open up my office right here in? It's considered Richmond Hill. Yeah, Richmond Hill. They didn't they didn't change the name. <laughs> <in this area. laughs> nah, 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 they didn't gentrify it. Nah, they. But nah, they call it Little Guyana down there. But move further down, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to actually work over here. Yeah. When the Active Warehouse was here. That's Yeah. <laughs> I remember Active Warehouse. When the Active Warehouse, yeah. I used to work there. I got fired. Yeah. I got fired. Right there. Well, <laughs> and I, and I, well, yeah, so what made you say, you know what, I'm going to open my brokerage in the community. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay close to home. Right. So um, for me, being that we maneuver and operate in the Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, Long Island, right? This is actually a, a sweet spot to like go into any part of Brooklyn. If, if I want to go into Brooklyn, we have, you know, mm-hmm. we, we're right there. Um, you know, if I need to go into uh, the Bronx, it's not too far. You know, just a few blocks over here, I could catch the Grand Central. Oh, yeah. I catch the RFK That's or true. catch the, uh, you know, the catch the, uh, the Whitestone Bridge. Mm-hmm. I could catch the Van Wick right there. Um, the Van Wick going south, north, whatever I want to go, right? So I think, you know, being accessible to major highways to be able to, you know, service the areas that we work in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, again, yeah, I'm very unorthodox in the way, you know, we sell homes. You know, I don't, I have resources. I have, my, a majority of my sellers are investors. Okay. Right? Guys who buy, fix, and flip homes. So I sell wherever they buy. Mm-hmm. And it's usually wherever, right? Wherever it makes sense, makes right? Sense, yeah. Yonkers, you know, we have a property in Yonkers. We have a property in Mount Vernon. You know, so we'll go out there. We don't care. You know, it doesn't. I know, so I'm like, yo, Los is everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect that though. Yeah, I yeah. Because you got some people that won't, like we say, they won't go out, go out of like a five mile radius. Like they won't. Not even five miles is a lot. For I them. mean, we're gonna take those opportunities because the same principles that work here work there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of just putting yourself out there and just working it. Yeah. Right. So I'm thankful. You know, I got a team that, you know, when when these opportunities present itself, they want to go out there and work it the same way as if I was working. That's dope. So, That's yeah. fine. What's the, what's the plan? What's the goal for Instones? What's your five year? Because I know you're already thinking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're ready there. You know, I, I definitely want to expand um, within New York, right? I definitely want to open up an office in the Bronx, okay? Right, Jersey. You know, definitely be more have more of a presence in the Northeast, right? I mm-hmm. mean, ultimately, it'd be nice to be a national broker, right? Um, you know. Your name is definitely franchise. You can franchise that. Yeah, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I want to, my goal is to build out a system successfully, mm-hmm. right, in, in the ever-changing times, right, that I could use this system in other states and other parts of the market, right? And, I mean, listen, ultimately, it'd be great if, you know, we can go public, right? Yeah. And, and, and that'd be the ultimate goal, right? Yeah. That'd be the, 
That'd be like, all right, cool. I'm done with Insta Homes. <laughs> we we we, we could plant our, our you know our flag here now and say you know we, we made it right. But Thanks. you know it's it's very ambitious and, and it's a big dream, right? I don't think it's unrealistic, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean you know it's all about growing, but you know growing with the team that I have too. You know it's it's more about that. You know it's, I'm big on team, right? Yeah. You know I make sure that they eat before I do. And I'm saying I make sure I'm the last one to get paid. You know what I'm saying? That's, so. that's what's up. I mean, like I said, I've, I've been doing a little research. I've been talking to a few people about okay. it. You know what I'm saying? And that's All like, right. that's, that's this general, like, um, like, word that I'm getting from everyone. Like, Carlos is solid. You know it's what I'm like, saying? That's it's cool. People, it's people yeah, reputation is important. I'm glad to hear that, man, because, you know, I, I try hard to protect my reputation, right? And even though there are people, right, that try to contradict what others may say about me, you know, um, you know, I'm very protective about it, man. You know, I move with a heart full of integrity. You know, that, that's my number one principle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, doing the right thing when no one's looking. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, in every aspect of life. And I'm mm -hmm. saying not just business, even my, my relationship with my woman. I'm saying like, I move with integrity. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I like having a peace of mind. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I like sleeping peacefully at night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I don't do anything wrong to any customers or any people I do business with, right? Because mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want to have to worry about my safety yeah. and the safety of, of my loved ones, right? So I'm always, you know, straight with that, right? Um, and even like, for instance, with my woman, like I, I like I like to be able to sleep at night, <laughs> and if she won't go through my phone or whatever the case may be, I can sleep peacefully through the sleep, knowing that that's the gym. That's the gym. I'm right saying, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm very I'm very big on fundamentals, man, and just being a team player and very being supportive, you know what I'm saying? So that's dope, man. It's I mean, I've seen you doing a lot of networking stuff as well. Um, what made you get involved? Could you do like the monthly mixer, right? Yeah, I do a monthly mixer. Yeah, so shout out to my man Curtis Quell, man. You know, he he actually forced me into it. Yeah? Yeah, when when he started when he was starting it up um for this year, which the first one kicked off January twenty twenty two this year. After the pandemic lockdown. Oh, okay. He, I was about yeah. to say, he didn't just start it this year. No, no, no. He didn't oh, just okay. start it, but he, he paused it because of the lockdown and, you know, whatever, the, yeah. the, the rules and stuff. But when he was starting it back up, he was calling me relentlessly. He's like, yo, man, I need you, bro. He's like, yo, I need you. Please, man. Like, yo, you got to do it. He's like, you got to do it. And, and I'm glad I did, you know, because our history is that I sold him his first home. Really? Yeah. So Curtis came to me when I was operating under, under the first company, right, mm -hmm. under the first real estate brokerage. And he'll tell you, like, how I operate, right? He'll tell you the same thing. He came in, came with his documents. Um, they, re they reviewed my documents and told me that these are the only homes I could see. Mm -hmm. I think we only showed him two homes. And he said he had to choose from one or two. <laughs> and he chose a home, built equity, and his legacy is going on from that. And I'm saying from that experience is what got him into real estate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when he started the mixes with that history... You know, of that, he was like, you know, you know, we, we, I need you involved so, you know, we could tell a story, we could talk about this and just like, and just be a part of it. So, yes, I've been a part of the mixer ever since then, man. And, and it's been great, man, you know, because it made me step into a, a light that I was never comfortable in. Yeah. I'm saying like, um, you know, um, you know, I don't know, I've never been a big fan of the, of the limelight, of the mm -hmm. spotlight, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, mm -hmm. I came up with the old school fundamental rules, like, no, you can keep the cameras away, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. stay in the background, but, you know, we'll, we'll get busy, we'll hustle over here, and I'm saying, like, mm -hmm. you know, we, we, you know we, we'll get busy over yeah, here, yeah. right? So, um, you know, so doing that was definitely different, you know, and, and, but it was necessary. Yeah. You know, it's something that I need to do, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, um, rest in peace to my man Donald, but... You know, one thing, you know, he was like one of my, he was my big brother, but also like my, my, like one of my biggest supporters, right? 
And every time I would do something like on social media and I would post like a, a video, um, he would always call me up and say like, see, the, he's like, you know, that's the shit I'm talking about, right? That's the shit you need to be doing, man. Like, yo, stop playing yourself, man. Like, don't be afraid of success. Yeah. You know what I'm saying don't be afraid of success. Go after it. And, you know, and I get it. And I'm saying like, like, yeah, I, I know what he meant. You know mm-hmm. I'm saying because it's like, I see the response and the feedback I get from people, you know, when I do step into that and when I'm more out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, so that's a part of the future plans to put myself more out there and, you know, building that presence, you know. Nah, listen, man, you got it, bro. You, you got you got all the moving parts. You got the swag. Everything is there. So And I got the experience, man. And you have man. the experience. The experience you know? is key. The IP is... Yeah, man. Is, is insane. I, 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 I weathered many markets. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I've seen, you know... The gray mark, I mean, I was a part of the subprime years, mm-hmm. right? Where, you know, a 19-year-old kid like myself could go into a mortgage industry, right? Just learn how to talk to people, learn how to sell people, and shortly make six figures a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying where, you know, I, I was writing, I was writing that high, like, thinking, like, this money was never going <laughs> to end. Like, and I wasn't the only one. I know many people that were feeling the same way, like, mm-hmm. man, we thought this money was never going to end. It was, it was going to be forever, right? Yeah. So... You know, um, you know what I've noticed about that era? Uh-huh. A lot of people jump ship. Yeah. Right? But the yeah. ones that stayed around uh-huh. are still super successful now. Mm-hmm. And as as these markets change, you notice they never sweat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. these guys like, we'll figure it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we're, we're yeah, because, work. you know, if you stayed in the industry during the Great Recession, the 2008 crash, like, you're not, you're not worried mm-hmm. about what we're going to go through now. And if we go through that again... Shit, we're like, oh man, that's, that's even more. That's, that's where the money's at. And I'm saying so. <laughs> yeah. You know, again, yeah, yeah. When you come from that experience, man, like, man, and you survive those times, and if you mm-hmm. were one of those people that like dug it out and stayed with it, man, like, yeah, you're, you're built for whatever recession may be coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but there's always opportunity, man. Like, you know, even even when we were in the pandemic, you know, you just got to be prepared for it. Yo, the ones that. The pandemic brought a lot, it brought hustle out of the people that didn't think they had hustle yeah. in them. And the hustlers was like, let's get it. Yeah. The hustlers was eating. What um what advice would you give to a new agent coming in? Right? Because mm. there's not a lot of um there's not a lot of mentorship, bro. There's not a lot of There's not a lot of mentorship. Especially people that look like us. Yeah, yeah. When I first got in, nobody was giving me no game that yeah. looked like us. Yeah. They kept everything to themselves. Like mm-hmm. they kept, they held it like mm-hmm. it was their first kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what? But it's it's the time to change a little bit. Yeah, for sure. It's getting a little younger. I mean, even though we probably like the old men. <laughs> Somebody called me OG. Somebody called me OG. Yeah, yeah, months yeah, ago, yeah, bro. I was yeah, like, yeah. damn, right? I'm only I I just heard forty, bro. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I respect it. But what advice would you give to the to the young ones coming in right now? I mean, don't be a jack of all trades. Don't try to do too much. Right. I say, you know, find an area because, you know, real estate has so many, you can make so, there's so many ways to make money in real estate, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You could do rentals, you could do sales, you could do commercial rentals, you could do commercial sales, you could do residential rentals, you could do residential sales, you could do land sales, you could do so many things in real estate, right? Mm -hmm. And if you try to do a little bit of everything, you're going to find yourself falling into that 85 percentile of people that quit in the first year yeah. because you're not giving your focus to just one area. You know, I would say if you're going to focus on sales, right, focus on being a buyer's agent first before you try being a seller's agent, mm-hmm. right? Because most companies, 
they have the infrastructure where they want you to just get listings, right? Yeah. They want listings, listings, listings. And while listings are great, right? Um, you know, when you're a new agent and you have no experience getting a listing. This is the toughest thing. It's tough. You know what I'm saying? Because you're knocking, you're going out there, you're door knocking, you're canvassing and you're like, you know, you're trying to get a listing mm -hmm. and people are asking you qualifying questions about yourself, right? right? And they're like, what have you sold? What's your experience? And people are like, well, I'm hoping that could be your first <laughs> listing, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I'm cute. Give me the listing, right? <laughs> and that shit don't work. That shit don't fly. So, you know, again, people get discouraged. Mm -hmm. People get frustrated. They're like, oh, this isn't for me. Or people, people don't want to sell. Or, you know, so I think, I think that's the toughest way to go about it. Um, I think if you want to, before you get to listings, get some sales done first. Yeah. So put yourself out there as a buyer's agent first. Mm -hmm. Get a few sales, and after you do a sales, if you do a sale or two in the neighborhood, then I would door knock and say, "Hey, listen. By the way, I just sold the house on One Ninety Seventh Street, and I'm, and I'm, you know, and just yeah. and now you have a track record, right? Mm -hmm. And then try to build up your sales, you know, build up yourself as a sales agent that way. Um, and also working with a broker, like um, having a broker that's going to support you, right? Um, not just with leads, but also, um, you know, with you know, building your business, with building the business, yeah, right? You know, that, yeah. Because everyone thinks that you, you're not just going to get leads coming into a broker. That really doesn't... Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it sucks. It's crazy because I meet people that, that, um, that have brokers that give them leads. And then it's like they have no structure on calling the leads. Mm -hmm. Or they have no skills. And like they don't work with them on the phone, on the phone sales skills. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. They, they'll just give them leads and say and expect people to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so it's important to have a, a, a broker that, that's not that, hey, you figure it out, you know, mm -hmm. type of person. You know, um, I'm a big believer in that saying that, you know, you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, but you teach a man how to fish, He's you feed him fish. for a lifetime, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, my, my philosophy and ideology has always been, I want to create fishermen. You come on board with me, you work with me, I'm going to work with you to become a fisherman because... Even though you come to me for a fish and I give you fish, it makes more money for me, and uh, and I don't grow that way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I need more people that's gonna be, you know, self-sufficient and so self-reliant. Yeah, and that once I teach them the mechanics, that they would, you know, maneuver on their own and operate on their own. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. So um, my advice, yeah, you know, obviously finding the area that you want to start off in, connect to that area. Ride that the ups and downs with that area because yeah. it's not always going to be up and it's not always going to be down, right? So you just got to be able to, you know, work hard through it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And also have a, a broker that's going to support you, you know, and work yeah. with you through those times. I'm glad you said you, you mentioned the buyer's agent part of it. Like starting as a buyer's agent. I had a conversation with an agent um, two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and they were, we, were, we were talking, and they was like, "Oh, I only want to, I only want listings. I only want to focus on listings." Brand okay. new agent, literally like okay. a year in the game. I'm like. It's not that easy. Right. It sounds good. It sounds you know what I'm good. And, and, and I was telling this person, I'm like, yo, listen, my first few buyers are now my sellers. Correct. It takes a while. Correct. And then once you get that business going, and right. then you, and you know how to work with buyers, yeah. act like it's game over. So, you know, I, I have a saying, right? You know, Wall Street has that saying, you know, you eat what you kill, mm -hmm. right? I say in real estate, and I'm a trademark this, <laughs> right? You eat what you harvest, mm. right? And real estate is not a business where you make money right away, right? And it's not, it's not an industry where you, you know, just because a prospect isn't ready to buy or sell today does not mean that they're not a prospect that you should engage and work with 
and follow up with until they are. I'm saying? I had a prospect so, that hit me from two years ago. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, it's important that when you meet a prospect, whether they're ready to buy or sell in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 100, you know, in a year's time, once you plant that seed, that you continuously water that seed mm -hmm. until it's grown and it's, and, and it's ripe for you to eat, right? And real estate, it's, it's an industry where you just got to plant so many different crops. Yeah. And you got to understand that, you know, certain crops grow in three weeks, mm -hmm. in a month, two months, and they're ready to eat in two months, yeah. right? Certain crops are going to take a year, two years, mm -hmm. right? And, you, and as long as you can understand that concept and be patient with it mm -hmm. and water all your crops, eventually you're going to look at it two years, three years down the line, you know, all these crops are ready to eat yeah. and it's just coming to you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, you know, it, it's really consistent working and, and following up with your business, you know, with your prospects. You know, having a prospects is great, but, you know, working them, you know, because, yeah. again, people want the lowest hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. No, people don't. People don't like to work hard. Everyone wants to wants to go down the path of least resistance, mm -hmm. right? No one yep. wants to, you know, put in that extra effort, right? You know, but um, unfortunately, this business this is the contact sport. Yes, the contact <laughs> sport, man. Like you got to put in the work and you got to follow up with your people, man. They're like, don't dismiss someone because they said, "Oh, I'm not ready to buy today." Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you know, maybe you know, follow up with me in six months. You know, people don't follow up with that lead. They're like, oh, well, they said in six months, ah, they're not ready. I'm Forget about them. Yeah. Right? I, you know, again, I've been in the business as a licensed agent since 2011. Right? We're going into 2020, 2023, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I got people that I'm selling homes to in this year, in 2022, that I met three, four years ago, right? Yeah. People that, you know, when I met the first time, I, I told them, I said, listen, this is what you need to do. You know, do this with your credit. Mm -hmm. Save this amount of money. You know, have this amount of income. Once you meet this criteria, reach out to me. I can find you an opportunity. Yeah. And those mm -hmm. people work up to it. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll reach out to me like, yo, Carl, listen, you know, I got the raise. I got this. My credit hit. And like, I'm ready now. That's the call I got from someone two weeks ago. Right. And those are the best yeah, prospects, like, right? You gave me, and I, honestly, and, I, and I'm back because I, I didn't put her in my CRM. Okay. So when she called, I had the number stored, but I'm like, who the hell is this? Good, uh -huh. thing, good thing my text messages went back well, that far. Right. All right. But I sent her a credit repair for her. She's like, yo, I got my credit up. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I'm right. like, great. I mean, I, I provided right. the value. I forgot who the hell he was. Yeah. But now I got them going mm -hmm. and she's about to, she just got pre-qualified. And, and, she, and, she, and that's the best prospect, man. Yeah. Like, people love that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People always remember the people that are going to help them. Yeah. Right? So... You know, I, I give everyone, as I'm obligated to, mm -hmm. I give them the equal opportunity that they deserve. Yeah. Regardless of whatever their pay stubs may show today. Yeah. Right? Some, I meet people, they're like, oh, you know, they come in, only make $30,000 a year. I'm like, all right, well, do you have any family members, right? Mm -hmm. Do you have a significant other? Do you have this? Do you have that? You know, and I get, and I let people, and I tell people what it takes and what are, what are the options to get into it. Yeah. Right? What are the bare minimums you would need, Right? And as long as you work yourself up to that, then we could take this conversation even further. And, you know, it's, it's not giving people false hope. Mm -hmm. It's giving a real strategy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, what people want. People just want you to be realistic with yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes if someone's coming to you and they know they make 30000 they know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need a little help. With yeah. This. I need some guidance. And, and, some guidance. Direction. and yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, I built a successful business from those conversations that most people dismissed. Yeah. They're like, nah. Bro, those are the ones that give you the most referrals. And those are the ones that give you the most referrals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get like three, four, five referrals from them. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Nah, man. Yo, I, I appreciate this combo, bro. You you really shed light on a lot of shit. Man. I appreciate you know what that. I'm saying? Cool. And 
I met, this is like the second time we met. This is the second time we're meeting. Second time yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've known this guy for like yeah. forever. Because we always communicate on the gram and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. I've been asking this question the last few podcasts. Okay, right? cool. And I know you're going to get this. All right. I'm an 80s baby. All right. right? Hip-hop raising. All right. If there was one artist, mm-hmm. album, in that, that could put you in one era that could describe you to Ooh. a T, what, it could be an artist, album, rap, R&B, whatever it is, who would it be and what, what would it be? I mean, you know I'm going to have to say Hove. You know, the first one that said Hove so far. Yeah, yeah you know, um, you know Hove, Hove is very influential to my upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, you know, I grew up without a, you know, without a father around, so it's mm-hmm. like I had to learn how to be the man of the house at a young age and, you know, having a mother who's a, you know, single parent mom, an immigrant who really doesn't speak the language. You know, I had to um, learn how to hustle at a real young age, right? So, yeah, that reasonable doubt, man, it it, it was like a gift and a curse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it cursed me to do certain things that a young kid shouldn't be doing. Uh-huh. But it blessed me, to what I'm saying, to, to become a hustler and understand the mechanics of, you know, the world, right? The streets, um, you know, and understanding that those fundamentals wasn't difficult to understand the corporate. So when I understood, when I went into the mortgage industry mm-hmm. and understand how that works, you know, I was able to take the fundamentals I learned from there and team build. I mean, if you go back to my mortgage days, like it wasn't, it didn't take me a year before I had my whole crew and some of my boys in there working with me. Mm. I'm saying then, then I became a team leader. Then, you know, I had telemarketers and I had you as a head telemarketer and we're all eating. I'm saying so, you know, um, yeah, I'm going to definitely say Hove and Weez Moved Out. That's definitely, you know, um, yeah, that's that's ingrained in my DNA. I I go to Weez Moved Out at least like once a month. Yeah, I played album. Yeah, that that that's that's like a timeless album, man. Yeah. So that's why I was, when he didn't have it on Apple for a while. Yeah, it wasn't on Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. When they came out on Music. I went crazy. Oh yeah, I don't even do Apple. I only do title. You only do title. I only do title. Oh, you're a whole <laughs> guy for real. Okay. Now, now I love Hope, man. Like that that that's you know that that's someone that I built many memories with. Yeah, same. You know, bro. throughout the years. Same, same. Nah, man. Yo, this is this is a dope combo, bro. You the first person. It's crazy. You're literally the first person to say Hope, and I'm shocked. Uh, um, but I got some great answers. I got Nas, Kooji, mm, Rap. I got yeah, of course, straight hip hop heads. Yeah, man. yeah. So I appreciate you, bro. Thanks for coming. For sure, on the brother. Pod, Thank man. you for having me, man. Of course, it's been man. a pleasure, this, brother. This, this is definitely um, one of my favorites, man. I appreciate, appreciate that, though. Of course, man. <laughs> Yo, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification button. Give me your information, bro. Carlos Instahomes. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. That's it for now. There you go. Be out of here. Peace. Peace. Nah, bro. I was dope. Dope, brother. Dope.